that going to fit everyone? Yeah, easily. 12 customers total. How do they turn a profit? 12.50 a head, that's how. What are we eating, a Rolex? It's one of his classics. You have to try the mouse feel of the mignonette. Please don't say mouthful. Tonight will be madness. Welcome. We'll endeavor to make your evening as pleasant as possible. Welcome to Hawthorne. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Reel Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And this week, we will welcome you to Hawthorne, where over the next hour or so, you will ingest fat, salt, sugar, protein, puns, anecdotes, various similes and metaphors, and of, of course... Sometimes we'll have entire monologues, but I beg of you one thing. Do not eat. Listen. Tune in. Observe. Consider every word you hear inside your ears. Be mindful, but do not eat. The menu is too precious for that. Yes, this week we <laughs> will be talking about the menu, but... Before we savor the menu, Jeremy, uh, that was <laughs> thanks good, for man. allowing me to do that. <laughs> I did not know he was going to do that. I was expecting something like that, but it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah I just definitely. wanted to, I literally had to turn on the subtitles and I was like, oh, let's switch up some of the words a little bit. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely savor this episode, guys. Yeah, savor it and get ready for a lot of food puns. <laughs> throughout this episode sprinkled mm-hmm. throughout oh <laughs> oh but before we do talk about uh this uh, movie called the menu we let's you know what jeremy let's get right into the ritual i feel like we got a lot to uh, talk about so um we're recording this on a thursday january 12th and this past tuesday the 80th golden globe awards aired um so since we are a movie podcast after all and uh I don't know. I figured thought I, I figured, you know, for this week's ritual, we could focus on just strictly the best picture nominees in both the drama and musical comedy category. So, Jeremy, my question for the ritual is which movie do you think in either of the categories do you think did not belong as far as being a best picture nominee? And you could even mention any of the winners, which, by the way, were for drama. It was the Fablemans. I, I haven't personally seen that yet, but uh, it's on the list. And for best musical comedy, the winner was the Banshees of Inishirin. I don't know how to say that. Obviously, I haven't seen it yet either. So, But again, that's also on the list. So out of these best picture winners, do I uh, like the Banshees of Inishirin or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the one I was... I've never heard of the Fablemans, so... Oh, you haven't? No. 
Well, the Fablements is, um, I think people are thinking that this is basically Steven Spielberg's, um, kind of like it's him, like his story unofficially. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong on that, but, um, obviously when I finally watch that, I can actually fact check that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't want to look into it too much because again, for fear of being spoiled, uh, cause I want to enjoy it as much as I can, but yeah. What was your question again? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> your specific so question? which movie, uh, the list of nominees for both the drama and the uh, musical comedy um, category. Uh-huh. So which movie do you think did not belong as a best picture nominee? Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, probably. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I like that movie, but yeah. does it? Should it really be in best picture drama? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like. It was. I mean, it's a spectacle for sure, but yeah. the story obviously is as as good as the first movie, which is it's it's there, <laughs> you know. It's not the thickest of plots, yeah. But it's the I, yeah the way of water and maybe for the musical slash comedy. I mean, I didn't even hear about the triangle of sadness, but maybe Babylon. Like we, I know. We were initially supposed to be talking about Babylon this week, and mm. after hearing some things, we're like, let's just switch it up. We heard more positive things about the menu. Honestly, season five has been a, a bit of a mixed bag of movies, which yeah. is fine because we get to talk good and bad about movies. Yeah, we could talk some shit. <laughs> but, you know, once in a while, we was like, I'm getting tired of this mixed bag thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, that's what I heard about Babylon. So maybe Babylon... I think everything, everywhere, all at once, it's like, that's a good one. But would mm-hmm. it be in, it's pretty funny. So mm-hmm. I, I would need to see the Banshees of Inisherin or whatever to mm-hmm. make that judgment. Okay, okay. Um, for the most part, I do uh, agree with you. I mean, uh, for me, the easiest um, movie that kind of stuck out at me, I was like, wow, Avatar The Way of Water did get nominated? <laughs> For best drama, it's like, was there really any drama? Yeah. Again, like, just like you said, it was all about the spectacle, the visuals, again, the technological achievements that, um, uh, that, oh my goodness, I'm blanking. I just James watched Cameron? the, I just watched Titanic last night, <laughs> James Cameron. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, just the technological uh, advancements of. Avatar The Way of Water with the CGI with the water and everything. Go check out our episode on Avatar The Way of Water. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, I, I, you don't really think best drama when you think mm-hmm. of that movie. But if I had to pick as far as like a surprise, I was like, really? Uh, okay. I loved Glass Onion, but I didn't think it was like worth True. being nominated for best picture. I mean, yeah, I could see Knives Out, but the more I thought about it, I feel like there's less of a, I, I feel like it's less re, uh, rewatchable because um, I've enjoyed uh, rewatching Knives Out just because, you know, just I, I feel like I pick up on little things that I did miss the first couple of rewatches. But as far as Glass Onion goes, I feel like, you know, if you watch it closely enough the first time, you could catch most things. And mm-hmm. I remember I was 
texting friend of the pod an actual family of the pod uh aj and he was telling me the same thing he he actually caught a lot of the clues like the first go round and um as much as i love glass onion for what it was i didn't think it was like best picture worthy you know what i mean it was a mm. really good movie one of my favorites but i mean like my top 5 of 2022 really isn't all about oh best picture it's just some of my favorites yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i mean I, yeah i get it for sure <laughs> like but this is golden globes i guess <laughs> you know? that's true that's yeah. true it's a little a little a little bit more casual <laughs> yeah than the oscars for sure but i think i would agree with you in terms of the story but also i think the prestige of the movie i don't know like Netflix movies, I think it like having the glass onion on. I, I want to get over that because I just love movies as they are, no matter where they're streaming. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, this one felt a little more Netflix than the first one. It did, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just because of the uh, the overall atmosphere, the overall look. There, at times, it felt like like what we talked about in, in on that episode our podcast episode it felt 0070 but at the same time because it was a there was a little bit more goofballiness yeah i don't know it, it it just didn't seem like best picture like again so yeah i still enjoyed it more than avatar though <laughs> facts <laughs> <laughs> facts all right well you know what um that was our ritual 2.0 we are Coming back to the OG ritual, um, and that's mainly going to be geared towards the TikTok. Um, I know we were kind of neglecting it in 2022. It was something that we, it was more aspirational, it turned out, because, you know, we're a little bit more busy. But Jeremy, we did it. We actually posted some new content on the TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so uh, this week we actually uh, we actually did post uh, our top five movies of 2022 on uh, this past Monday. I posted Jeremy's top five, and then actually today we're recording this on a Thursday. I, I, I released mine, and so we have a couple more videos earmarked for next week. So Jeremy, how can our audience follow us on TikTok? Yeah, on TikTok you can follow at Weekly Real Pod. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and we also do have an Instagram, right, uh, Jeremy? Yeah, that one's a little different. It's at Weekly Real. Yes, and what what we what do we normally have on the Instagram? On Instagram, we got like recasts. You get to see our lovely faces in video form. So I'm pretty sure you're listening to this on some type of podcasting app. But there you can get see little snippets of our face and uh, us, our voices coming out of our mouths yeah. on Instagram and, and updates of whatever movie we're going to talk about next. Exactly, exactly. And uh, today we actually did release uh, our reel, our Instagram reel on, uh, we were talking about best Tom Cruise run from last week's uh, Mission Impossible episode where we talked about Mission Impossible 3 and Ghost Protocol with the high hands and the high knees with a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the pod jacob evangelista so definitely check that out give it a view give it a like um and a share well we definitely appreciate the shares for sure but jeremy this week 
12 people receive invites to an exclusive invitation to the Hawthorne as Chef Julian Slowick, or is it Slovic? I, I don't know. Slowick prepares an exclusive dinner in the 2022 surprising thriller, The Menu. And so for those of you who hate spoilers, this is now your spoiler warning. Uh, we definitely want to issue that. So hit pause right now. Watch the movie. It's currently streaming now on HBO Max. Not too much of a time commitment. It's less than two hours, which is like not the norm anymore these days. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was a welcome treat. Uh, it was like only about an hour and 45-ish. And so once you've watched the movie, join the conversation. Hit play now on uh, whatever your podca- uh, podcast app Um I guess your preferred one anyway is Apple, Spotify or whatnot and joining on the conversation. So Jeremy, let's start off with the double feature. Mm-hmm. And so just a quick reminder, I have a question for Jeremy. He doesn't know what I'm going to ask and vice versa. I know he has a question. I just don't know what he's going to ask. So for my half of the double feature and Jeremy, you knew I was going to do it. You know, out of the two of us, I'm, I guess, by default, more of the foodie. Mm -hmm. So my question for the double feature is out of all I and I we we were talking about the list uh, of courses that we do have. Which course do you think you would enjoy the most? And I'm just talking about strictly eating. (laughs) If you were one of the ones that were about to die at the end. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) dude. Okay, so. Obviously, their first appetizer was that that oyster thing, mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm just gonna say like the ones I didn't really like. Like I wouldn't eat for myself. I don't really eat oysters. Nothing like entices me to eat oysters at any point. I think at one point I ate some type of, you know, clam shellfish type of thing. Um, I got sick from it, oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, it's like eh, it's not worth it. Um, but for me. Dude, the cheeseburger is so good. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, everything about that cheeseburger looked really good. Uh-huh. But when uh, Margot just took one bite and said, I'm full, I'm like, how is that even possible? <laughs> what are you, my mom? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know. I would have taken it. I, I obviously, obviously, we already know that Margot knew where dinner was headed. Yeah. And I would have been like, if you don't mind, Chef, I'm going to just sit here and eat like literally everything on this plate because remember, remember she didn't really eat that much. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, that burger looks so freak, especially when there was that close up and then he uh, kind of mashed oh. it gently <laughs> together and you saw all the yeah. juices like flowing down. Yeah. The cheese Plus, I'm a so sucker good. for a crinkle fry, crinkle cut fries, I should say. Yeah. Oh my god, so good! What did he ask? Did he ask crinkle cut or julienne? Yeah. Wow, he probably wanted that pun for his name. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Julienne Slovic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you have an honorable one- mention? I guess the honorable mention. It was. I really liked the story of the of his third course, the the yeah. chicken with the the thigh or the scissors yeah. and the thigh thing. Memory. Just because it was a super dark story, and then 
I love his storytelling. It's so good. Yeah, dude. It's like, is this guy kidding? <laughs> it's like it's, it's part really of dry. Whoa, that was kind of crazy. That was dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, stuff didn't hit the fan yet at the third course. Yeah, dude. I felt like, um, like with each clap, we didn't know what version of Julian Slovic we we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you talked about the third course memory during that whole thing. Yeah, that was a hella dark story, but we were talking about this offline. But we got the whole Taco Tuesday <laughs> with, the, with the head from side to side. Oh my god, it was so good! And that's actually my favorite one, just because I don't know tacos are like my favorite. I mean, you took the burger already, so um, dude, the, the house smoked. Bresse chicken thigh al pastor with the tortillas uh, made of heirloom masa with the design. The design was just obviously just to freak us all out. But man, that looked heck of good. The only thing that was missing was some guac or some pico or some salsa verde or something. Yeah. I don't know, man. Some hot sauce would be in there. It's like, but you know, the demographic of the room wasn't necessarily uh, <laughs> spicy. Hey, was there any like, um, I guess, fancier food that uh, that you would at least give it a try? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Shoot, Tyler's you know, bullshit, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that was so like I got secondhand embarrassment <laughs> watching watching that scene. If we had the most embarrassing uh, award, um, man, that was bad. <laughs> but um, uh, let's see, the s'more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that that um, I love s'mores. I've rarely had them in my life. Uh, I mean, there's like obviously not fancy. He obviously said it, but I just wanted to mention s'mores because I like s'mores. Yeah, I rarely had generally s'mores have in a, my life. You you generally have a sweet tooth, though, which that's why it kind of surprises me that you've never really had s'mores. Yeah, I've had it maybe only like twice in my life, like we're properly over a flame oh, type fire. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and yeah, I love sweets, so I don't know. They, it's like. Come on, they could when they put on the little chocolate hat. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" You didn't uh, like the uh, marshmallow shoulder pads. <laughs> at first, I was like, "Are those cotton balls?" I didn't know what they were doing at first. Yeah, yeah. Um, but remind me, in the very end, was um, was Slowick's mom still in the room? Yeah, she was already passed out though. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. Because I, I, I want to say that like he was like kind of whispering stuff, and he he already probably already knew that, or she, I think he already told the mom. I mean, the mom didn't say anything, and yeah, she was just like drunk or whatever. And then by like midway through, I think she was already passed out. <laughs> so she didn't feel she didn't really feel a thing. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, either way, it didn't seem like he cared. I mean, I don't know. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird relationship between those two for sure. Wow, yeah. Um, I guess the thing that I'd be kind of um, interested in would be the uh, the Passard egg for you know for that one See, dude. Yeah, dude, he, he, I didn't realize it, but that's the same actor that plays like an FBI agent guy. I forgot his name in Prison Break. 
Oh. <laughs> and um, I was like, he looks so darn familiar. But yeah, I was going to actually say that, that egg thing. Just the way they, they bring it into the chicken <laughs> it's coop. It's a little chicken coop. <laughs> so good. The presentation was on point. Just yeah. for him being the last one uh, to be found uh, during, what was it, Man's Folly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought someone was going to die there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. ah, great. John Leguizamo. I was like, he got a cramp or something. <laughs> yeah, he pulled something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, it, it's funny that uh, this is now, what, our second food-centered movie, and John Leguizamo is in both of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's tacos in both of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, my question for the double feature would be <clears throat> this is what I'm wondering. You know how Margot goes uh, into what's his name? Slowick's house or quarters mm-hmm. and all that stuff and he she finds like his old picture of him flipping the burger or whatever that and yeah. gives her the idea later on. But why do you think Chef let Margot leave at the very end? I feel like there's multiple reasons, but what do you to you, what's the main reason? I feel like it's a little bit ambiguous. There's like some stuff they were setting up throughout the movie, but why do you think um, the chef let Margot leave? Well, first of all, she wasn't on the list. Uh, remember, she, it was, he could have just killed her, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I think once he found out what Margot did for a living and how basically Tyler was such a douche in that obviously after the uh, ex-girlfriend left or whatever and he, I think they explained that uh, the Hawthorne wouldn't allow just uh, an invitation for one so he needed to bring someone so he just literally brought an escort mm-hmm. um, to that um, to Hawthorne just so that they could go to this dinner and he already knew that everyone was going to die at the end which was crazy yeah, to me That's yeah that's crazy that reveal uh, was like poof, yeah, that he knew the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. So I think because Slowick uh, understood that Margot, obviously that's even just an alias uh, for her. I mean, her real name is Erin, I think. She didn't belong there. Like this, if you look at the people who were invited to that, they were the highest of the high, um, like, basically douchebag douchebaggery <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, like so those high three society guys, you know what i mean yeah the three guys that stole money or off the top of Varix, whatever uh-huh. company or something yeah. uh they, they were kind of like maybe the more like scumbaggy you know of them because they just mm-hmm. basically stole that money to get there but yeah it was like those guys definitely deserve well maybe not deserve to die i think there's <laughs> but uh they're just definitely like they were assholes just in general well you could you could tell that this was definitely calculated for (laughs) i mean julian Mm -hmm. slowick thought about everything and who who he wanted to invite to this dinner um and who he wanted revenge on you know like there was a list of people that obviously he had a grievance with including yeah. John Leguizamo because of his one day. <laughs> now, I felt so bad for him because he generally yeah, so, seemed like a really good guy. <laughs> yeah. Out of everyone. I was like, he's kind of the, the one that's like, I remember in the beginning, he first got into the boat and he makes this joke. I forgot what the joke was. 
It was just like a boat humor. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's kind of dumb or whatever, but it's like, you know, he's, he's an actor guy that's just chilling. Yeah. Um, he's past his prime, but yeah, man. But when the reason that was revealed <laughs> as to why he was in fight, I was like, damn, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. What was the, the name of the movie? Good. Um, something Dr. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. That sucks. But it's so funny when that, that, cause when you start to think why each person is there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my favorite actually is when, um, that old couple, the regulars. Yeah. And then the, the, he doesn't, the husband especially doesn't remember at all what they ate. And they're like, God, God. just say God. It's like, it wasn't God. <laughs> Oh man, that was good. Um, but uh, coming back to my question, yeah. like, to answer my own question, because when they were talking in his office before, yeah. and he, you know, he found out her true identity or whatever, it's like, oh, you're um, a service industry worker. You know, it's like we're we're the same. And so when later on, when she finds that picture of him like flipping burgers, has kissed the chef and all that stuff on his shirt. Um, I was thinking, was he also just like a fast food worker? Because it's almost like they, it sounds like, I feel like he would know that amount of disrespect (laughs) that she Mm -hmm. gets being a fast food, like not her being a fast food worker, but if he was a fast food worker, he would know (laughs) the amount of disrespect. Well, it looks like that's where he got started and that's how he got his love for food. And Mm -hmm. I mean... For him to be uh, to showcase a employee of the month for, you know, working at like essentially being a burger flipper, mm-hmm. you know that it meant to him, and and obviously it, it it what it's what kickstarted like his passion for you know being a chef. So, um, and I think that's I mean we we joke about John Leguizamo's character. Uh, I think. The reason why he, uh, another reason why he was upset at John Leguizamo is because he was basically mailing it in. It was a shitty script. It was a shitty movie, and <laughs> mm. he still talks about that movie and that experience fondly. And I think, you know, because chefs and actors, they're artists, right? And he, yeah. I think he resented him for just mailing it in, and I think he <laughs> took the the art part of it really seriously. And I think that's why he wanted him to be a part of it and blow up. That's, that's so dumb, <laughs> but it's so good. When he killed him just because it was my one day off in years. <laughs> one day off. <laughs> it's like, dude, just take another day off, man. You're Voldemort. You can do anything you want. Um, but yeah, that was that was good. And like, I feel like if Margot didn't like do the whole burger thing, she would been dead too. Yeah, I mean, I the think amount I, of the oh, amount no, of joy that uh, Slowick, like when he was cooking the burger, oh, it, it was like contagious, man. Freaking Ray Fiennes was going nuts in this movie. So yeah. good. Yeah, uh, you could see like the the weight lifted off his shoulders because he. Like, I felt like um, throughout the movie, as the movie was going along with each course, you could see him turning more evil and. Yeah. more psychopathic as it went along. But for that brief moment when he was uh, making that burger for 
for uh, Margot, you could so- uh, see like the innocence return briefly. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, when she took the bite and she was like taking so long to to mm-hmm. critique it, yeah, I thought she was gonna be like, it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was just going to absolutely crush him. You know, like this whole time he's been like this evil asshole. Yeah. And I thought she was going to like, this is her last like punch in the gut that she can get. But at least she was smart about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't say anything like that. Even if she would have, she would have been like, Hmm, this is good. It tastes like a Burger King Whopper. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, I like Whoppers. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, the, he would have, he would have burned her first, probably. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, like, uh, and obviously, this is not like a dig on like people who don't like whoppers, but it's like the whole, you know, like it's like really that's like what you're comparing it to, like as a, like a fancy chef. Yeah. Hey man, oh. she wanted a regular burger. That's so. true. That is true. But. You know, we've reached the part in the uh, podcast episode where we'd like to involve you, the audience. We've talked about, uh, well, we've talked about food, really, <laughs> and a couple yeah. of plot points. Um, the menu is f- actually full of twists and turns. And so this week's audience question is, what is your favorite twist from within the menu? And so if you would like to chime in on this audience question, feel free to email us what is that email address jeremy uh uh after season five you know i should be able to do this but it's gonna be uh the weekly reel (laughs) 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 i don't know man i don't know that's all i got is that with a v or a w (laughs) you have to put both in there oh like uh, like Volkswagen, Farfig, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, you know what? We're coming close to a hundred. I'm hoping that by episode a hundred, you will get this correctly. Oh, yeah. Sadly, you're just not there just yet. But our email address, if you do want to chime in on that audience question, is weeklyrealpod at gmail dot com. So, come on, Jeremy, let's take a quick break. All right, welcome back from the break. Jeremy, let's get right into the Weekly Reel Awards, shall we? And so, for the first award for The Menu, let's give out the Language Award for Best Holy Shit Moment. The menu was filled with holy shit moments, I feel like. And so, Mm -hmm. Jeremy, what was your favorite? Dude, uh, like, I don't want to step too much on yours. I don't know if we're going to be talking about the same one. Maybe I'll mention after, but... I feel like uh, after thinking about it more, I my favorite best holy shit moment was the John Leguizamo reveal of the what because you're all wondering you kind of already know that most of these characters are gonna die, mm-hmm. so the mystery is why are why were they chosen to be there and mm-hmm. just for his to be like the dumbest <laughs> is uh, <laughs> that that was that was the funniest and the fun one for me. So I like that. It's like, holy shit, this guy's here just because of that? <laughs> yeah. I like how they doubled down on it when the fake Coast Guard comes in. It's oh, like, yeah. wait, aren't you? Wait, 
are you in calling Doctor Sunshine? <laughs> and then he and then he goes over there, and then even uh, Chef Slowick is basically, oh, did you want to ask him for your uh, for an autograph? And then <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I don't have a pen. It's like and I then, love that movie. <laughs> like trolling him dude trolling him so hard i know oh my god and then obviously we get the reveal of the coast guard yeah oh my god but yeah to be honest with you before this episode started i was like you know what i'm i gotta find a way to talk about john leguizamo somehow i didn't think we'd talk about it this much (laughs) to be honest yeah just because a lot of stuff does happen um i initially wanted to for for my language award, give out you know one of the more obvious ones, uh, Jeremy's uh, the mess, not you, but Jeremy yeah. Loudon, uh, the sous chef, just because you know, obviously that's where it, like kicks it up another gear, kicks it up another mm-hmm. notch, um, where obviously he just shoots himself, and that's when basically shit just just goes nuts. Uh, yeah. But I felt like because of the way they were preparing it, I was expecting it. So I was like, okay, it was just mainly just being surprised at how loud the gunshot was. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, shoot, are they going to like cook him next? I, I'm <laughs> glad this movie wasn't like cannibalism. Because yes. I'm like, that was kind of the thing that, okay, it's the menu. We know people are going to die or something. I'm glad it wasn't just another cannibalism movie. Yeah. And it was actually, like, there's actually, like, this fancy food with, mm-hmm. like, backstory of why they're named a certain way. I like mm-hmm. that better than, the, oh, and the reveal is that you've been eating Jeremy this whole time. You know, I hate that. Yeah, that's no, horrible. Um, but my winner of the language award has to be the, uh, what was the third course when it was uh, called Memory? Not because of the tacos, because it was my favorite, but because of the laser printing on the tortillas. This is basically where it gets revealed that obviously Chef Slowick has like this vendetta. You know, there's yeah. like this underlying, uh, like, what is it, agenda that he has for bringing everyone here. Obviously, you get the the photo, uh, the the. The tortillas. I mean, we'll start with John Leguizamo of calling Doctor Sunshine. Then you get um, those three assholes, the douchebags, uh, with the all the wire information, the Cayman Islands, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you know, with the the old couple, you know, it's like, wait, who's this? Who's this woman? Yeah. By the way, did that look like Margot, or was like, that just I, some ran- other random? I think it was supposed to be Margot, but. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was. I'm like, how can they even tell? Like it looked very. It's like it's not the sharpest laser printer, man. Yeah. Plus, and and then you had the uh, the the food critic. Was it um, something Bloom? I forgot what her name was. Yeah. My my favorite though is Tyler's. Yeah. <laughs> His <dude>. tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> he, when he's been taking pictures this whole time, and then guilty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And then because they kept saying no pictures, and then for him to get. Like tortillas worth of just pictures of him, and then he just starts eating it. Like, and he's like, "Oh, it's so good, so good." <laughs> but I felt that though. I was like, "Oh, that did look really good, man." But dude, tired. his his shutter was so loud. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, dude, if you're gonna take pictures on your phone, turn Silent off the sound. Room. I know. 
so horrible. <laughs> I hate that guy. Uh, but we'll 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 get to that later. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, let's get right to the. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, the Malekith <laughs> Award for most hated character. I did not plan that. Yeah, I did actually. Jeremy, who was your winner for the most yeah. hated character? Easily, dude. Like you just mentioned him. It's Tyler, dude. But it's it's played so well. It's not like oh, I, it's not like freaking Naman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nam- not Naman, that's freaking Smallville. Amon from yeah. Black Adam. Not like I hate him because he's in the movie. I'm gl- like I'm glad Tyler's in the movie, but I did hate him because Nicholas Holt did do a good job of making yeah. me hate him. Uh, just be like ever like from the beginning. It's like uh, are these re- two really married or about to be married or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they don't really have like how can she be with him and he's so like into this and all that stuff and it's like they're just not a good match and obviously that's revealed later on but just everything like he's so his condescendingness later on too oh it's my like, god you're a child yeah it's like you're a child you're acting like a child it's like whoa dude that was that was yeah he was horrible so when when later on when he's like cooking uh his bullshit <laughs> yes i was like this is like freaking like kabumpins right here dude it's like his karma so yeah i'm glad i hated him that much and he got i don't know though like it was i don't know if he should have hung himself or should have been with the small you know <sighs> yeah that was i guess my only complaint about uh how they handled the tyler um character i hated the way he died it's probably my least favorite death (laughs) and we'll get to that a little bit later too um but because i mean again the reveal and that's actually my winner for most uh, easily the most hated character was uh tyler because of the fact that he knew ahead Mm. of time that everyone that was in (laughs) invited to this exclusive dinner was going Mm. to die that's so crazy to me. He, and oh, go ahead. What like did he not even think that he he knew he was gonna die, right? Yes, he knew he was going to die. That's so dumb. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, why would you go to a dinner knowing you're gonna die? Well, okay. So I will kind of use you know what they revealed throughout the movie, especially you know the setup in the beginning. I think he really was this fanboy, but it's like in a creepy ass way where it's mm-hmm. like oh my god i get to be a part of this exclusive thing ha- you know like when you know you're gonna die i guess don't they say oh what would be your last meal and i feel like mm. this is kind of a version of that this fancy like multi-course meal where it's from a very well-known chef very exclusive at a private island and everything it's like oh what a way to kind of die uh go out you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but for him to bring someone innocent, uh, Margot, just so that he would not be disinvited because I think uh, they revealed that they weren't going to um, bring anyone with just as a party of one. It has to be at least a couple. Yeah. Dude, that's so such an asshole move. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think, would Julian let... Um tyler's ex go with him because like what would she have done to to what's his name 
to Julian Slow Slowick, you know? So maybe Yeah, uh, we yeah, we we don't know. Just because I mean, we can only assume that he she was probably a, a kind foodie of a, also. Foodie also. And basically remember he he hated the fact that with Tyler it's like you're the reason why like the whole like everything's not a, a mystery anymore you know because mm-hmm. everyone like people like him and <clears throat> kind of like me like to kind of like <laughs> i don't know take photos and stuff and pretend that they're all about like fancy food really i, I like cheap eats <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> we like, it's, like, this. <laughs> it's like i saw ken's enthusiasm in tyler sometimes but definitely not the the condescendingness not Jeremy definitely. you're a child it's like <gasps> at one point in my life yes you were you were alright let's move on to the next award the I don't feel so good Mr. Stark I don't feel so good award for best death Jeremy there was I mean obviously there was a lot I mean especially at the end which death oh, well you know what just so that we can kind of group them we got Jeremy's death, uh, you know, the sous chef, not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Loudon. Uh, we got Tyler. Obviously, we talked about him hanging himself. We had Elsa mm-hmm. with a brutal death, then Doug Varick, and then literally the group death at the end, the s'more death. We'll just lump all of them together at the end as one death. Which of the five different deaths was your favorite? I would probably go with the the Elsa death, just because mm. I didn't expect her to die. I would I almost want to say Tyler's because he's such a fanatic that when, even though Julian was so or Slowick was so dis like he hated him so much, he still like freaking killed himself for him. It's, that's how you know he's a, like a fanatic. But, like, Elsa's death was pretty brutal. And they just showed, like, the blood after she got stabbed in the neck and stuff. I'm like, dang, that's brutal. So I'd probably go with Elsa's. Did you know that, uh, do you remember that one shot when, uh, again, I think it was one of my favorite shots with Margot eating the burger? And remember when she's eating the burger, she has her hands up like that. You can see all that blood on on her arms and stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's got to be Elsa's blood. I was like, oh, that's pretty gross. Yeah, I would uh, probably wash your hands before you eat. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ugh. It's like a burger uh, a la, with, uh, uh, <laughs> with Elsa's au jus. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go with the obvious choice here. Um, only because I think I, I mentioned that Tyler's death was a little bit underwhelming, I guess. I wish there was more of a, more of a comeuppance, even though... You know, we did get the whole. <laughs> what was the what was the thing called again? Uh, the bullshit. Tyler's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love when when um, Slowick puts the jacket around him too, making him all feel good, <laughs> act treating him like a little kid at like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Hey, and then when he wrote Tyler's it. name, <laughs> I was like, like I was saying, he was treating him like a little kid. It's like, here, let me write this for you, Tyler. And then freaking, it's like now cook us something. I'm like, dang, put him on the put him on the spot. It was so good. Uh, But my favorite death has to be the uh, the smart, just because obviously everything was building towards that. And uh, 
uh, you know, let's be honest, the plating was actually pretty nice. We got the whole marshmallow <laughs> shoulder pads and we got the yeah. chocolate helmets and stuff. It was like they were about ready to go play football. But I got a little bit of Game of Thrones vibes. Uh, not a spoiler for you because you've gotten pretty fairly yeah. far with uh, the whole red woman thing with the, I don't know. I felt like the way Slowick mentioned, oh, uh, uh, something about a purifying death. I was like, oh, shit, it's like the red woman. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking more of the, um, what did uh, Jason Momoa on, uh, what did he pour that gold on again? Oh, um, crown for, uh, crown for king. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, with yeah. the chocolate melting down his, their faces. Uh, oh, yeah, especially uh, with Judith Light um, yeah. from Who's the Boss fame. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. You know what, that reminded me a little bit of, reminded me of uh, that one shot in... Indiana Jones, when everyone started to melt a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. That too. Bit, yeah. I was like, oh. And I was getting a little bit of, uh, what was the movie? Oh, kind of a spoiler, but the ending of Midsommar. That's mm. all I'll say. Sounds freaky. Yeah. Well, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, that was my favorite death. <laughs> so good. All right, Jeremy, let's move on to our next award, the Avengers Assemble Award, where, where we talk about our favorite scene. We've talked about a lot of different scenes. Um, which one was your ultimate favorite? Dude, my favorite, I think we talked about it to a huge extent already, the cheeseburger scene. Mm. Like, out of this whole movie, like, everything's going pretty nuts, pretty suspenseful, thriller. This is the only scene, the cheeseburger scene, where he, he felt a little bit of happiness. <laughs> you know, there's some <laughs> comfort there that when he was cooking it and, like, his face, he, was, he had so much happiness and joy while he cooked that. And like you said, when he presses down on the patties. Ooh. And he had to make it a double, too, dude, mm-hmm. with the, mm-hmm. the cheese. American cheese. Oh. She didn't even eat the fries, but anyway... <laughs> Um, I know they're already cold by the time. At least eat the fries. I mean, if you get a little bit, uh, a little bit full or whatever, eat the fries while they're hot. Because fries later on in the day, not good. Yeah, crinkle cut. I like you. I also prefer. Um, but yeah, the cheeseburger scene. Everything about that man. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it all came. That was the climax of the movie. Was a cheeseburger, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. My uh, Avengers Assemble Award winner has to be Tyler's Bullshit. Just because, again, (laughs) I hated this guy. And I was just like, man, I just want him to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Again, we get the reveal also of uh, right before that of, you know, him knowing that everyone was going to die, but still coming and and inviting this innocent person in Anya Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, man, I I just really hated this guy. Um, yeah, I even like, didn't like him in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, because in, even in the beginning, he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Stop smoking. You can't taste anything. Your palate's gonna be like gone and all that stuff." I'm like, "This guy's such a." <laughs> it's like, why are you married to this guy? You know. I know. But Jeez. then later, it's not. Yeah, they're not actually married, and we can see why his ex left him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in I, I love the description for Tyler's bullshit. Here, I'll read, I'll read off of literally the screenshot that I took. It basically describes Tyler's bullshit as undercooked lamb, 
inedible shallot leek butter sauce utter lack of cohesion <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, sounds about right oh my god but yeah i i just again wish that he had more of a brutal death and suffered more instead of him just hanging himself i would have loved another round of tyler's uh embarrassment and bullshit you know yeah because out of all the people there maybe like john leguizamo and his assistant were probably more innocent and he got them killed so i know calling dr sunshine (laughs) (laughs) oh it's too good well jeremy you know what we're wrapping up season five this season has gone by real quick this is our third to last episode Mm -hmm. my goodness and you know what that means is we're literally basically in the fourth quarter of a playoff game basically kind of like a tiebreaker because you won the first two seasons i've won the last two seasons and really whoever wins this season now has some bragging rights in winning a third season title belt um for our guest a rotten tomato score so now Let's give that score. Right now, it's currently Jeremy with a slim lead of 29. Mm. I'm at 26. And the guests are at 15. And just to remind everyone, first place is three points. Second place is one point. And last place gets nothing. And so, for this week's guest competitor, for the guest Rotten, uh, guest Rotten Tomato score, we have Andrea. So, Jeremy, you have her score, right? Yep, so Andrea guessed 82%. Okay, how about your guess? For me, I scored a little higher, or I guessed a little higher, at 86%. Ooh, okay, and then um, I'm actually uh, close to Andrea's score. I'm at 81%, and so let's go ahead. You know what's funny? Before I thought about it some more, I actually was going to guess 81 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Let's see if your initial guess was spot on, though. Oh, crap. All right, so let's look it up. The menu, 2022. And with a tomato meter of 89%, Jeremy has taken a commanding lead going into the final couple final two movies of season five he's just one step closer to a season five title belt and title reign oh my goodness we're you know what actually you know i'm doing the let's do the the tally now you are now at 32 Mm -hmm. andrea actually is closer at 82 percent so she gets the one point for the guests. They're at 16, and I have none. I'm at 26. So actually, Jeremy, the best that I can do and hope for is two last place finishes for you, and I need to win both just so that I can get the tie <laughs> and to retain the belt because we're doing the whole tie thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's insane. So to be to be the uh, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. To quote. The nature boy, Ric Flair. And so, <laughs> Jeremy, all you yep. need is one point, essentially, oh. to tie, or basically, mm-hmm. to, sorry, to clinch the season five belt. So, again, that's 32 for Jeremy, 
I have 26. The guests now have 16. Yep, oh, wow. let's not pull a Cowboys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hand the ball to the ref so that yeah. he can set the ball. <laughs> oh, dang, you call him out like that. All Cowboys right. suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. All right, guys. Actually, Jeremy, let's hand out our final award of the menu. It's the most important award, the I Love You 3000 award, where we rate the menu from 1 to 3,000. So, Jeremy, what's your rating? Uh, I gave it a 2460 out of 3,000 at 82%. That's why I was almost going to score. Like, Andrea scored it pretty well. Was, you know, I thought it was around there. So, yeah, 82%. Mm, okay. I actually liked it a little bit less. Um, I was kind of thinking about it just a little bit. Maybe it's just me being a little harsh on, on you know, the judge. You know, trying to do the Iron Chef thing. Just trying to... <laughs> Not like everything, but the, I'm just kind of curious how he found out certain things uh, related to the tortilla, even though I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, how did he, how was he able to kind of get that information? How was, how was he able to get that shot? Um, but for me, I will give it a 21.54, which is 71.8%. It's still a score that shows that I like this movie. I just didn't like it as much, but maybe if I watch it more and appreciate some of more of the uh, the details, I guess maybe a little bit of the garnish, perhaps I'll probably like it <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, it was a little unbelievable, and how like how can this high profile chef form a cult? Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh my god! With the yeah, they were willing to do anything for that guy. Yeah, chef. <laughs> The the claps did it did did it actually make you jump? The first one did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got I got ready after that. Yeah, so did I. So did I. Well, that and obviously the Jeremy gunshot that that scared me too. Like, holy yeah. crap! Well, Jeremy. Speaking of Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you want to actually preview what we have in our penultimate episode of season five? Yeah, next week. Speaking of dead people, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, a London electronic salesman and his roommate are disrupted by the zombie apocalypse in Shaun of the Dead. And I, yeah, like we, both of us haven't seen this movie before, Shaun of the Dead, 2004, starring Simon Pegg, another Simon Pegg movie that we're yes. going to be talking about. We did talk about Mission Impossible 3 and 4. Go listen to that on, uh past episode of ours um spotify spotify apple <laughs> stitcher any anywhere where you listen to podcasts but uh ken do you actually know where this where shauna the dead is streaming yes it's uh streaming for rent on amazon prime <laughs> youtube apple Redbox, wherever you um get your rentals i guess or even purchase i mean if you really like the movie maybe you already have it on dvd blu-ray uh, and whatnot. Yeah, this movie is, um, you know, is an adult now. It's like 18 years old, so. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. Or almost turning 19 15. this year. Yeah, 19, <laughs> yeah. Can't do math right now. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's early on in 2023, so probably hasn't had their birthday yet. So you're right, 18. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But, Jeremy, before we close out this episode, do you have anything to plug? 
Uh, just the usual. You can go watch my short film, The End of Yesterday, on YouTube. Nice. And again, we'll link that in the episode notes. So we have direct links to that. So all you have to do is literally click on it in our episode notes and it'll take you right to uh, the YouTube app and right into the ads (laughs) right before (laughs) the movie starts. Because, you know, all of YouTube has ads. Uh, For me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at FreeKenA. Also wanted to highlight, again, just one more time, our socials, mainly on Instagram and TikTok. It's week, at Weekly Real on Instagram, at Weekly Real Pod on TikTok. So definitely follow that for more content on the Weekly Real Podcast. And so, Jeremy, before we close, this, uh, close out this episode, any final thoughts on 2022's The Menu? Yeah, because we were going to talk about The Whale, actually, in, instead of The Menu. I'm glad that we watched The Menu, though, because there's a lot more things to... Uh, just say this movie's more conducive to to, <laughs> to a podcast episode. Yeah, to a conversation. Um, but when we were talking about the Golden Globes, I still think maybe Brendan Fraser should have won, but, you know, he's mm. boycotting it. They probably had... Yeah. They probably don't like him right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... In terms of like those uh, nominees, I saw Ray Fiennes as one of them for the menu. I was like, dude, he should have won. This is fun. This like his good. performance in this was—it's just a really fun performance because, like you said, he got progressively more evil as time went on, as the movie mm-hmm. kept going, and then that glimpse of that good, uh, kind chef that he was during the cheeseburger scene. Oh. And then, and then he just burns everything to hell. So, because <laughs> it was Taco Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that, and so disturbing. That's still my favorite part. <laughs> well, that and that opening monologue that I try to emulate at the start mm-hmm. of this episode, I was like, "Whoa, that was whoa, whoa what's going on, <laughs> dude? Do like, not eat." <laughs> <laughs> And later on, when Margo's in the bathroom, and she's like, you told me not to eat. Yeah, you know that's not what I meant. Shoots, <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. Um, I actually wanted to ask you this. Uh, I mean, again, I mentioned it earlier in the, in the episode. This is our second food-centric movie. Which movie do you think is more rewatchable to you, Chef or The Menu? Oh, crap. Uh, probably chef. Man, I I do like the menu though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know more than you. So I probably still say chef though, mm-hmm. just because this is like more death and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's definitely you know more me. darker. <laughs> yeah, you know me though. It's like the dark stuff. I could rewatch that, but yeah, I probably still go with the sh- with chef. Like mm-hmm. like you said, like or for us, we like cheap eats, not yeah. this whole like fancy stuff. Um, so the, the food truck stuff, definitely oh my God. more rewatchable. I know I, I'm craving a nice Cubano right now. I mean, we're, mm. it's like, oh, it's a little after nine o'clock West coast time and I haven't had dinner yet. So, uh, <laughs> just talking about all these food and just like, <laughs> I still have the list of like, uh, everything that wasn't necessarily like Jeremy's body or whatever, <laughs> the sous chef <laughs> or, uh, Tyler's bullshit. But um, some of the, I guess, things that they actually prepared was like, oh, shoot, that sounds good. Um, by the way, that bread, that breadless plate is so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was it's like, can we get some bread? 
Oh, when they were talking, the the three guys were talking to Elsa, trying to get her bread, and she's like, "No." <laughs> oh, dude! And then when she whispered in in that dude's ear, which I hated, oh, yeah. the like they were the runner ups, the three douchebags, but especially oh, yeah. that middle one or whatever, the one that tried to break the glass with the chair, with but the they chair. didn't. <laughs> I hated him. Yeah, the that most. guy was the worst out of the out of the three of them. I love when that the the Asian guy though, when they're singing "Happy Birthday" to him. <laughs> and, it seemed and funny finds, three hours ago. <laughs> uh, and Ray finds is like fully full on like singing "Happy Birthday." Happy birthday, dude. Speaking of uh, Bryce, the the Asian guy, actually, you know, the just want to quickly mention that uh, the director of this movie is Mark Mylod, who for me is most well known for being the director, the main director for uh succession. It's a show that I I'm caught up on. I feel like it's mm. one of my favorite shows that's currently out right now. Uh, Bryce is actually a side character within succession. So oh. when I saw him initially, I was like, Oh, it's uh that one dude. I forgot his character name in succession. It's been a while since I've actually uh, watched the show, but yeah, I, I love how, you know, there's that whole directors and actors relationship thing um, mm-hmm. that we're familiar with being fans of Christopher Nolan and how he has a stable of actors uh, that he usually has in his movies. So I guess this is uh, the Mark Mylod uh, tree, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is um, how, like was we watched Anya Taylor Joy in what's that movie called with Christian Bale? Uh oh, I almost said night, last night in Soho. That's not it, but. Uh, what was that? Oh, with um, with uh, Margot Robbie and John David. Margot, uh, yeah, Washington. it's uh, oh my goodness. Let me uh, look at my notes real quick. Cool. I have it. No sudden move. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> um, no was it cool. was called. It was our second episode of season five, and it's called Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, I remember. I hated her character in uh, <laughs> in Amsterdam, but like this, it's like oh, I finally get to like cheer again. Yeah, so she was like, definitely more likable in this in this uh, movie. Actually, I feel like this is the most likable movie that we've covered so far of Anya Taylor Joy, just because the o- only other yeah. movie was The Last Night in Soho, and she didn't. I she was featured in the trailer, but not yeah, necessarily in the movie. Yeah, she was the old lady. Oh, whoops! Spoiler alert! Spoiler. <laughs> Go watch it now on HBO Max. Still not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else that we may have forgotten about uh, the menu? I don't think so. I hope not, because it's a pretty short movie. It's only yeah. like an hour and 45, like you said. Yeah. I honestly thought it could have gone a little bit longer, like go in more in depth into Slowik's backstory. Yeah. yeah. But the the living quarters for the, the thing just seemed, that screamed uh, cult. That should have been our first um, clue. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all slept in like the same room, all cots and stuff, like as if they were in the army or something. Yeah, dude. And it wasn't even that big of a, like, barrack or whatever. It was just, yeah. like, this little, like, room. It, I mean, it was, like, a pretty big room, but for that many people, oh, scary. Yeah. Definitely. And freaking Slowik's, I guess, home. It was just, like, a recreation of of the other, like, place. Yeah, dude. It totally was, like, wait, is this, like, the Bates Motel? <laughs> but yeah. it looked nice. It looked nice inside, though. Yeah, that's true. Even though it look is like a carbon copy of the other building. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, yeah, I feel like we pretty much got most things, if most if not everything, for the menu. I I did enjoy it. I you know what? I might enjoy it more on 
like subsequent rewatches, especially while it's still streaming on HBO Max. But uh, just wanted to remind everyone to check out last week's episode on Mission Impossible 3 and Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Shout out to Jacob, uh, who was on that uh, podcast episode. Um, also a reminder, as Jeremy mentioned, next week, episode 92 will be on Shaun of the Dead from 2004. So definitely check that out, rent it, or maybe watch an old DVD that you had when you when it first came out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely watch it um, so that you can join in on the conversation. And we will see you next time on The Real. Taco Tuesday.